Well, howdy, seamate. Uh, aye, aye, Captain. Oh, you better, you better, uh, you better. You better watch out. You better watch out, baby. You better watch out. You know you're my first mate. Just in life, you're my, you're literally uh, your mating partner. <clears throat> no, no, you're my first mate. You've never had a mate before. No, I've had a mate before, but you're my first mate because we're we're on a ship, and you would be my first mate. I don't I know how this no is confusing. No idea. Yeah, it's confusing, and it's so dull for the listeners. Why is that? Dull? We're on a, We're still on the cruise. We're on a cruise. You honestly, that like we have that that we have to explain why I'm saying no, that. There's a that, little girl, and she goes around, and she's like, hmm, "I just it. wish I could go on a cruise." You've Maybe explained you it. Did. No, you, you never did, honey. You ex- we never did, honey. You explained it last episode, and it you it doesn't make sense. All over your hoodie. Of what? Makeup all over your hoodie. Because you wear it all the no, time. No, I don't. Not worn it once. You're you going s- mad. You sneak into my makeup bag. You get my bronzer, and you go. So hang on, you you think I go into your makeup bag? I see you. And, and I don't I, think and I, I know. And I go. I know. Hang on a second. What you just described is I go into your makeup bag and I pull out your bronzer and I look at it and go. <laughs> Why that would be the most nuts thing anyone? Well, that's what you do. You put it on and as you do it, you make a sound. I don't purr when. You listen, purr. there's been there's so many things to unpack here. And there's so many things to unpack. I've got this awful bite on my uh. shoulder. Firstly, I don't purr and put okay, on makeup. Okay, you don't purr, but you do go into my makeup bag. You choose out a bronzer. You choose my glittery bronzer, which is the darkest one ever. And you pile it all over your face and you refuse to your neck. And I'm okay with you putting it on your face. Like, you wear makeup. I don't mind. But what I will not have is no blending. And you don't blend it into your neck. Do you know what Sophie did this morning? Do you know what else Jamie does? What? I get a spray tan. Every time I get a spray Jesus tan, he will go, Shall I get one? We'll book it in. So then it goes on my account, so I book in, yeah, we're married, so we should share money, but you could still You're saying that I book in a spray tan, and I've done a spray tan Right, okay, so you book, you get a spray tan, that is a lie, every time I get one, which is bi-weekly, you get a spray tan. This is the biggest load of horseshit I've ever heard. And every single time he goes, oh God, no, just do my top half, don't bother doing my legs. So I see you walking around with these pacey little trotters and a brown tan Ken Barbie top and it is wild, wild. What I do is that when I've had a spray tan before, I can't be bothered to do the legs. So yeah, I but just... But why? You're naked anyway. Because I'm in the UK and when am I going to show my legs off? Well, we've been on holiday twice in the last month. So. Okay. All right, listen. Let us just get into the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we are still on the cruise. This is the second episode on the cruise and so much has happened. We can't wait to tell you. Are you ready for this? They can't respond. So are you ready for this, Sophie? I'm ready. Let's begin. Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. And I'm Sophie Lang. And we met five years ago. And we're... Married! Married! Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's right. Can't get rid of me. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Newlyweds Podcast. Yeah, uh, so guys, as you know, we're uh, on our... Lovely- what is this um, thing that you do? You're like, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Newlyweds Podcast. So, yeah, and you do it Because it more- gives energy. But no, it's like, it's when we like read out an ad or something. Yeah, so yeah, now, <clears throat> yeah. Fine. This- okay, let me... Be- hello, everyone. Just be um, Just Hey, be guys. Real. Welcome to Newlyweds Podcast. But you can go, hello, everyone. Welcome to Newlyweds Hey, guys. Welcome to Newlyweds Podcast. Is that better? You keep doing what you want to do, honey. You I'm gonna, just, yeah, you go. Shall I tell you what happened today, guys? So I was walking. Sophie went and got her food, as I said. And we were walking through the breakfast hall. And as I was walking in front of her, she goes, ah, chubby little legs. 
chubby little legs. No, I didn't. You did. I said eligible bachelor with his chubby little legs. Eligible bachelor with his chubby little <laughs> legs. Are you joking? <laughs> Imagine if I turned to you and, oh, look at you, you with your do, chubby little face. You do, you touch my tummy and you go, hello, little man in there. I'm like, what, you think I've eaten a human because I'm bloated? One day you'll have a, maybe, hopefully well, have a don't baby in there. things. And why would it be a little man? Because I don't know, because if it was a boy, it'd be a, that's a little man. I don't like to think of me having a little man, like a little woman inside me. You would, it'd be a little woman or a little man. Like a baby. Is it's a little woman or a little man. I don't say you have chubby little legs, but sometimes yeah. I just look at you and I think you're formed really nicely. So everything's very in proportion. You have lovely shaped legs and really nice knees. But sometimes I just think, oh, those sweet little chubby little legs. By the way, um, we stopped off in one of the amazing places while being on this cruise. And by the way, guys, I just want to hit you up with this about why cruises are pretty cool. You know when you go on holiday and you pick a destination? I know, you pick... Barbados, or you pick Norway, or you pick wherever. Wherever it is, you, it's the one destination you go to. On a cruise, that is not the case. Because what happens is, is that you, you fly you into do, Barbados. Do, do, and you wake up every day. You wake up in different places. So you wake up in lots of different places. You wake up in Antigua. You wake up in St. Martin. Like people know this about cruises. Well, I'm just saying you change destination. And where are we today? We're in St. Martin today. And where is St. Martin? In the Caribbean. Yeah, baby. Okay, baby. Anyway. We stopped off on one of these amazing islands and it was actually the greatest, it's the greatest thing that I've ever seen. Sophie wanted to buy a hat. She, <laughs> she wanted to go and buy a hat with a visor. She likes a visor hat because she doesn't want to get a sun on her face. Anyway, we went and bought a hat. And it was, and the person we went to the store and we said, oh, Sophie tried on the hat. And she was like, oh, it's $25. And Sophie said, oh, no, do you know what? I don't want it. And the lady said, okay, you can have it for 20 And Sophie went, oh, do you know what? I just don't need it. We walked off. As we walked off, we're coming back. Sophie's like, do you know what? Actually, I do want that hat. So we went back to the store and Sophie picked up the same hat, put it on and saw the same lady. The lady had forgot us and she said, it's $25. And I said, Sophie, haggle her. No, he like, I said he was like what did she say you could have for us like 20 I was like haggle her haggle her so I handed Sophie a 20 dollar note and Sophie looked at me <laughs> Sophie looked at me and said I can't I can't I can't do it I can't it's only five dollars you had to haggle with but I can't do it I can't do it I went well I'm not doing it and she went and <laughs> Jamie come on it was so funny and so I went to the lady how much is it she went, $25. So I handed her a $20. No. Jamie gave me the $20. I was like, can't do it, can't do it. How much is it? $25. We handed her the $25. $20. She went, it's $25. So I look at Jamie. He gives me $5. And I give it back to her. I think you had to be there for it. I think no, right. it was so good. So it got me thinking that we should try because we're going to go and buy some stuff today. So I thought, in practice, you should try and haggle with okay. me. And we should do a little bit of role play and see if you can haggle with me. Okay. Okay, are you ready for this? The door's always open. Yep. Oh, sorry, I'm knocking on the, the till. Hello, excuse me, headphones off. Did you got your headphones in? Take them off. <laughs> you set <setting> You're <laughs> setting. The... I want to set You're... the scene. Okay, we'll set the scene. You're not knocking on the till. I'm... I... Oh, I... hi, hello. <laughs> You're waving your at headphones. Me. Could you I don't have any out? headphones in. I'm literally. I'm. I'm standing in the shop. I'm the shop owner, and you just walk in. and You're going to talk to me. Go. Okay. 
Excuse me. Hello, how are you? Oh, you're British. Whereabouts are you from? Uh, from London. Oh, no way. So am I. Great. Um, I just would like to buy that magnet, please. For your kid? What was his name? Uh, Rocket. Oh, and your wife? Where is she? Uh, she actually passed away. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, hideous, hideous accident. <laughs> hideous, hideous accident. But you're not remarried, I imagine. No, I'm trying to because I thank you God I got out of... You call that candle. You call that flame. No, I'm just happy I got out of the relationship, to be honest. It was awful that she died, but I'm honestly... How did she die? Uh, it was just mysterious, actually. Um, she fell down some stairs. No, sorry, she's stores closed. It's just the most complicated thing it I've ever done. It's, it's meant go. to be so simple. We're I just meant go. to do some role play. Knock, knock. Okay, who's there? No, you idiot. Oh, I thought you were telling me a joke. Okay, fine, here we go. Knock, knock. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Good. Oh, you have a magnet. I love yeah. it. I love those magnets. $80. $80? Yeah. How much is that one? 80 Everything in the shop's 80 Yeah. So it, why is everything in the shop 80? It's the $80 shop. How much do you did you buy for that magnet for? $80. Okay, fine. Do you know what? I, I have uh I'll give you 70 for it. No, it's 80. Listen, um, I would love to give you 70. You, you can it's have, 80. You, I'd love to give you it's, se- it's 80. I'd love to give you 70 for it. And um It's $80. I'd love rubbish. I'd I'd love to give you $70 for it. I'll tell you why. I'll give you $70 because we're both going to have a great deal here. I only have 70 I'll be losing $10. No, you won't because... Because yeah, I bought it for 80 You didn't buy it for 80 I bought be... it for 80 Well, why are you selling it for 80 then? You're not making because any margins. Because I'm a nice person. I'm giving it to you at cost value. Yeah, but that's the, the most pointless business. So you want to steal from me? I'm not trying to steal... Yeah, you want to steal $10 from me? Can I just understand that your store here makes no margins? Yeah, can I just understand so that you... you're a thief? So how do you make money on this store? And now you're fighting with me. Security! <laughs> no security. security! You can't afford them. You can't afford them. You can't afford them because everything is cost price in here. Like, what do you mean? You're making no margins on... <laughs> you shot yeah, I shot you. <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm so tired and bored of this game. So, Jemima, you went on your date? I did. Okay, I can't wait to hear about this. And also, as I... You know, honey, I really... I, you don't say it to me when you, I say I love you all the time say, say it deeply to me go no why would I do that it's actually it's a very unprivate moment okay well I tell you what people who weren't scared of saying that they love each other yeah, were these incredible people that we met on the cruise this cruise is full of love there are people who've been married for 30, 40, 50 years and we managed to get some people and persuaded them to come onto the podcast so these are the wonderful couples that we met who aren't scared to tell how much they love each other Sophie here they are Newlyweds Abroad with P&O Cruises <laughs> How how did you meet? Um, in a pub. A pub. <laughs> in a local pub in, in a town local where pub, we yeah. live in um, West Yorkshire. Oh. Just describe it to us what happened. So who walked in first? I had a broken leg. <laughs> so I went on crutches at the time. I broke my leg playing football. And I obviously must have took pity on me. That way. To be honest, I went after a mate to, to begin with. This is just great, innit? Yeah. Uh, so I'm talking to her, and she always says it's only because you thought I were out of your league. That's what she says to me. I love that, and it's true. And then we walked home, I'm on crutches, and then we're on this corner, and then she sneaked up, not sneaked off, but she walked on to give me like a little peck, and then she'd gone. I went, Is that it? And then that was it. And then. And then, yeah, we, it, there's a few we, more we exchanged numbers because back in the day, there was no mobile phones. The dial phone. ones, wasn't it? There was no mobile oh, phones or anything, so we had to, like, exchange phone numbers. And so, yeah, yeah ringing my house and ringing she, his house, but we are trying to do it when our parents were not, not going to be around and stuff because we were both living she, at She actually ran me, didn't we? we? We arranged, and Man United were playing Barcelona oh, at, at the state. <laughs> so I told her I was working. 
So I went and watched Man U and Barcelona <gasps> instead, and I told her all this. So you saw this amazing so ran, chasing, So she it? again dialed the number, rang up. No way, oh, I got called out to work. Uh, I said I'm working behind a bar. <laughs> and anyway, so then we did meet that Thursday, didn't we? Yeah. And then we, we went and watched, what, Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, we got the 189 bus. Um, sat in the front seat, didn't we? Yeah. Went to watch Edward Scissorhands in this all really old-fashioned cinema and, yeah, the rest is history. And then yeah. you can think if I kindly thought, yeah, I'm going to have to let her off now. She's done a little bit of chasing here. I'm going to have to, like, yeah, give right. her a go. Oh. And then, yeah. How did, how did you propose? I was in Hull and it was like uh, some kind of party, wasn't it? I just remember that. And it was Millennium. On Millennium Night, I can't remember this venue, somewhere in all this venue, and I just got down on one knee and just proposed. At literally oh. midnight from 99 to 2000. Oh my god, I love her. So yeah. That is amazing. That's so great. What is um what is the thing that you love most about each other? I still find her attractive after all this time. I just just like everything. She does a lot for us. Uh, for his kids, family, and everything, everything. But she's a grafter. She's just honest woman, that and she's just good. In York yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what do you love about him? Um, it's yeah, really bad banner. Bad banner. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's funny. He's really endearing. He's he's a family man. He cares a lot about the family and stuff. But yeah, he's uh, he's a good guy. Uh, I'm Natalie. Uh, I'm Richard. And uh, we met ten and a half years ago on a cruise. No problem. Um, yeah, so I was with my family, Richard was with his, uh, yeah. and I was with my friend, and my friend was like adamant that she was getting me a boyfriend, because she had one and I'd never had one, um, and we kept seeing people around the ship, she'd point them out, what about him, he's nice, oh yeah, he's really nice, and then they would just disappear into the ocean. You'd never, like, you've seen how many people yeah. on the ship, you just, like, never see them ever again. And we kept seeing Richard, like, a handful of times. Um, and then saw him again, I was too shy. And, she, yeah, she'd asked for, like, what I wanted. And I said, okay, I want, like, just a really nice boy. Don't want anyone that smokes. Don't want anyone that has tattoos. Just really, really nice. <laughs> and then we saw him out on the deck, <laughs> shirt oh. off. Tattoos, fag. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, this—he's not the one. That's not the one for me. But then um, I made the first yeah. move, and yeah. then you were stuck with me. Correct. What was the first move? So sometimes on ports they'll do a bit of a party for families to, as we sail away from port. So I was there holding my sister, dancing with her because she was only very young. And I turned around, I spotted Natalie and her friend. I thought, I'm on a ship of three thousand people. If she says no, then I'll never see her again. And luckily, she didn't say no. So then... Oh, my God, you are so dumb. <laughs> so that then, is amazing. Then, and did you uh, kiss on the first date? Possibly. It was a date. It wasn't but, really a well, date. Well, yeah, I guess you could class it as a date. But... Because the phone reception on ships and it costs so much money to text each other, we kind of just said, right, well, after dinner, I'll meet you up here at half past eight. So I was sat there waiting for half eight, hoping that she'd walk around the corner <laughs> and she did. No, stop. I mean, guys, <laughs> I see a ring. Are you... Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got married uh, six months ago on our 10-year anniversary. That was uh, amazing. Yeah. And then this is our honeymoon, so... No, stop. <laughs> is this the first cruise you've done since the cruise that you met? Uh, yeah, we did one together with Richard's family a year after we met um and then this is our yeah third one together technically yes. yeah I love it that's a true romance story guys what is the thing you love most about each other be, be as soppy as you want <laughs> uh, I love how much you put up with me and my 
annoyingness, my silliness, my golf, my football. <laughs> um, is that about me or is that about you? <laughs> <laughs> I love your smile and oh. I particularly love your eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Um, I just really like how thoughtful he is. He just, he's always thinking of me just in like any sense of the day, like whether it's getting me a drink and putting ice in it or just, you know, asking me if I need something, making sure I'm okay. Just always making sure I'm quite an anxious person. So he just knows what to do to level me out and crack a few jokes, make me feel a bit embarrassed, take the tension away. So yeah, he just does everything that I can't do. <laughs> just helps I'm quite, me. I'm quite an embarrassing person, especially after a drink. So that kind of levels her out yeah. as much as I can. Brings the mood, right? Together. Yeah. Good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gillian, Paul, we met at a nightclub one night and uh, we got on very well. So Gillian gave me her phone number. Then I went to sea for three months because I was in the submarine service. <laughs> so I disappeared off the face of the earth for the first three months. And uh, I come back and I was at a bit of a loose end. And I had this phone number with the name Jill written on it. And I didn't know any more than that. So I thought I'd give her a phone. I asked her uh, if she fancied going out for the day. And she said, well, I'm not doing anything. I might as well. So she went out and I took her for uh, a day out down the Jurassic Coast, down to uh, Beer and the coastal path for the day. And then we went back to my place and I said, uh, oh, we had a really nice day. Would you like to go out with me? And she said, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked her, why not? As <laughs> 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 you do. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, she turned around and said, well, there's quite a long distance between you and me. I said, well, actually, I don't live here. I live in Portsmouth. I said, so there's even a bigger distance than you thought there was. So don't worry about that bit. I'll deal with that. She went, oh, all right, then. <laughs> kind of, that was it. That is amazing. Oh, Paul, um, how did you propose? Ah, which time? I did propose her on three different occasions, and the first two times she said no. Um, and on the third occasion, I did it in a slightly less romantic method. Gillian's an accountant, and she thinks in money. So my actual lines of proposal were, I think it would be financially advantageous if we got married. And she agreed. <laughs> Really? That was it? Yeah. So you said no twice and then you agreed because financially it made sense? No. It was just the timing. It was the timing. That is oh. that is amazing. But it's quite funny. It was quite funny. And he was also, there was wars going on at that time and of course he was away and it was a security for him for three months up the sea. Wow. Yeah, so. How do you deal with long distance when you're in love? Um, Tell them about <laughs> the travelling we well, did. I, I got based up in Faz Lane for a while, um, mm -hmm. which is just above Glasgow. I had an agreement with the engineering officer that if I walked, worked all day Thursday and I worked all Thursday night as well, I was allowed to finish at eight o'clock on Friday morning. So I used to get into, go up, get changed, get into the car, drive from Faz Lane down to Devon, to pick her up from work because she finished work at four and I could get there in time to pick her up from work, take her out for the weekend. Then Sunday night, 
I would take her out for the day on Sunday and Sunday night I'd drop her off, drive back up to Fans Lane so I could start work again on eight eight o'clock on Monday morning. Oh. How I many did, miles is that? I'm sorry, that's the sweet thing about I, 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 I did that every weekend for six months. <gasps> It took eight hours to get there. Oh my god, the things you do for love is just incredible. <laughs> what is the secret to a happy relationship? Working hard. If you two want it to work, you both to put it in. You've got to put a lot of We hard both work had like things work. like I I finished walked away from my job, so then I won't work in then and stuff like that. It's if mm. you want it to work. You've got to support each support other in yeah. mm. yeah, your, your, your choices that you want to make and compromise. Yeah. Because life yeah. is hard. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And uh, But say if I'm down in dump, she's been there to support me. And then she's had her moments, I've had to support her. And then you full circle it's, again. It's not easy. It's life's oh, proper. No. It's hard work and it's just that... Yeah, that commitment and that support that you want to put. But any day, it's down it to you both wanting to put one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, it's making sure you both want it to work and stuff, mm. and putting both putting the effort. I think just, I would definitely say laughter, and just making sure you're on the same page. Like we always have a check in, like every couple of months, we just check where our priorities are. They don't necessarily have to be the same, but we just make sure that. We're helping each other achieve what each other's top priority is. Like, even if it's not the same one, we just want to make sure that we're working together, but we're still individuals. Like, we're a couple, but we also want to achieve our own things while we're together, don't we? Mm -hmm. Doing what you're told. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. If only. If only. <laughs> that was just wonderful. See, just tell you, tell me you love me now. I love you. There we go. Tell me you love me. I no, love you. No, it's okay. Okay, move. Come hell? on, Jamie. There's so many people waiting for Elizabeth's message. They're not waiting for Elizabeth. I tell you what, let's have a little update. Jemima, producer Jemima. Hello. So, how long have you been single for? Oh, um, three years, I think. Two and a half years. Okay, why? Okay, listen, I'm going to put it out there. You're charming, you're beautiful, you're charismatic, you're fun, you're intelligent. Why are you single? Good question. Okay. Right, she's liking being single. What's wrong with being single? I, okay. I'm discovering myself. That sounds wrong. <laughs> oh. In all sorts of ways. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're having a whale of a time. So, um, producer Jemima, mm. we wanted to get you on a date. We did want to get you on a date. And we found you someone. Yeah, how did you find him? Um, we scoured high and low. No, we didn't. Um, we basically just put a little feeler out there to see if we can find someone. We found this person. I think his name was Adam. Yeah. Okay, it is. It's Adam. Mm -hmm. um, and you went on this date, teared up. What happened? How was it? Was it great? Give us details. Okay. I hope, it, like, is this the one? Have we found producer Jemima, the one on the boat? Okay, go. Okay, so yesterday we were recording and I was editing and um, there was a lot going on. Yeah. And then I suddenly looked at the clock and it was 20 past seven and I was meeting him at seven. Yeah, but as we know, you're, you're time blind. I am time blind. <laughs> Which I think is a made up term by producer Jemima. 20 past seven, had you washed, showered, got ready? No. <laughs> Jemima, you're kidding me. I was sat editing and suddenly realised, mm, I need to shower. So hopped in the shower 
very, very quickly, threw something on and I ran to the crow's nest, which is this lovely bar right at the front of the ship. It's a bit James Bondy vibes. It is James Bondy vibes. Yeah, not showered two minutes ago vibes. So, But that's great, but it was glamorous. So you, you run into the crow's nest. Yeah. Where is, where is the mystery man sitting? So his back was to me when I came in. Get out. How it. did you know he, he was Adam? Well... I took a guess because everyone else was with people. So he was just sat there alone. Because no one else is so alone. What was his drink that he was drinking? Um, He was drinking a beer. Love. Okay. Love a beer vibe. Okay, quickly. He's he's turned around. Tap him on the shoulder. Um, No, I like leaned around and went, hello. In that voice? Yeah. With your hands on your head, so that? Yeah, with my hands. I like leant forward, like into one arm and was like, hello. Hang on, this is great. Okay. Okay, you sat down. Conversation good? Yeah, a bit awkward to start with. Why? Um Because uh, he'd... I mean, it's just first date vibes, isn't it? A bit awkward. But I think you're great on a first date, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, what yeah. What did you lead with? Um, thanks so much for coming. <laughs> so you begged. You well, pleaded. you... Like, he should have had a drink waiting for you, I feel. He should have taken a wild glass and got you, like, a glass of He must have been nervous, though, so. If this is a... Get up, Adam. Okay, He's got Adam. pine. He's got a bit of Dutch courage. Yeah, so anyway, so we ordered drinks, and then we got past kind of the awkward, thanks for coming, this is a bit weird. Mm. Good he looking. Just, yeah, yeah. He, he was tall, um, and he did have a big nose. You, would you like? And what else did he have that was big? <laughs> a large tattoo on his arm. No, what else? <laughs> Everyone's thinking you're thinking penis. Well, like, like... I'm not. Jemima is not that type of girl. <laughs> but she likes. Not that. That is a type of girl. Jemima, what? what when we what asked it? you what your type was, you just said, "What did you? What was it?" Big nose and. and? Oh, did I say that on the podcast? Yeah. Big bum. Yeah, he yeah. like a big bum and a big yeah. nose. I went scouring and I had to make sure their asses were enormous. And I yeah. thought, that's it. His bum was a bit flat. <gasps> what? <laughs> I thought his bum was really perky and juicy. Okay, conversation anyway. was good. Conversation Drinks was good. Nice. It was a bit it was a bit like um a job interview. Okay. To begin with, you know, when you're finding out what someone does and I went, yeah, a bit into interview mode. But anyway, so we had our drinks and then we um, wandered over to the Epicurean, which is where we have our breakfast every morning yeah. for dinner. Here we go. And it was lovely. It was really we nice. Um, we ordered our food and then we started talking a bit about our like lives. Yeah. And um, he told me about his boyfriend. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He has a boyfriend. He has a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so hang on a second. Hang, hang on a second. Oh, oh wait. Hang why, on a second. Why does he, he go on the date then? <laughs> what? To be so, pals? Wait, he's, he has a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he understood the um, the brief. So you just went on a friend date with someone? <laughs> yeah, so I've got a new friend in Adam. <laughs> wait, that I'm sorry. Genius. That is sorry, genius. I'm obsessed. Yes, that's way funner than a romantic date, if you ask me. You went, you went on a date with a bloke called Adam has a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for that one, guys. How did it go about? He was like, so me and my boyfriend last went on holiday. Um, yeah, pretty much. I was just asking him about home and like keeping in contact with his family. And he was like, and obviously like my boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. And you were like, like, what? Yeah. So we're not... <laughs> This no, no, I had to pretend that that was totally, like, I wasn't surprised by that. Oh quite, you, me too. Were you quite putting out the feels, touching him at this point, and then quickly retracted? They, they just met. Why are they touching? Yeah, but she could have, like, you know... I think her, I like, did, I think I did do an arm touch. Yeah. You know, oh like a feeler arm touch. Oh, my God, how embarrassing. Yeah, so thanks, guys. 
but I'm sure we... Did we not say that it was a date? We did, but he obviously didn't he understand the assignment, Adam. I think it must have been lost in communication. I think he thought I was maybe interviewing him to like come and talk about what he does on on the ship. Oh my god! And he, oh, over dinner that, for some really reason, sorry. and you and you thought it was a date, and he didn't realise. <laughs> and he's gay. That is honestly yeah. hilarious. <laughs> right? Does that mean we have to find you another date, or is that is that it? For I dating? think we've the ship sailed. But Whoa. I have made a new mate. There you go, like that. There you go. Yeah. Hey, every, a date with a mate. Every cloud, right? Every cloud. Okay, well, that's lovely. Hey, thank you for doing that for us. No problem. I really, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to put it out there, right, to you lovely listeners. If any of you have someone who is single... <laughs> We're making Jemima sound very desperate right now. No, she's not she's desperate. She's not desperate. She's just a complete it's catch. It's a new segment of the show. Yeah, she's a complete catch. And we want to find her love. If anyone out there would like to go on a date or has a friend who'd like to go on a date with producer Jemima, she's a real catch, please let us know in our DMs or send us an email. Newlyweds at jamperproductions.co.uk. All right, it's time for... Listeners' Messages. Right, everyone, it's time for Listeners' Messages. Um, As always, guys, thank you so much for sending them in. As you stretch your little head over there, my wife... Come on, baby, you ready for this? I'm ready, but rather. A few years ago, me and my friends were on a super fun girls' holiday. One night, one of my friends, Susie, had a bit too much fun drinking. And when we got back, ended up throwing up. A lot in the bathroom we were sharing. Being a good friend, I cleaned it up for Susie. The next day, we were getting ready to go out and have another day of holiday fun. And so had a shower and washed my hair. Then wrapped my hair up in a towel so I could finish getting ready. As I was getting ready in the bathroom, there was just an overwhelming smell of sick. I can't. I get cleaning the bathroom, but I was so confused as I couldn't see it anywhere. Uh. I just thought I'd done a good job cleaning the night before. Suddenly, I remembered that last night, as I had been drunk too, I'd also used some of the bathroom towels to clean up Susie's sick sick. and was now wearing both towels, Uh. one in my hair and one around me. No, guys, I can't be doing this. I feel so sick. I was so grossed out, but couldn't be bothered to shower, so just jumped into the pool. Everyone keeps jumping into pools. I'm never going in a pool again. Absolutely love the podcast, by the way, and the story is definitely not as bad as Sophie using Jamie's poo towel to wipe his face, her face. Yeah, it is. Dick is so rank. Do you remember my friend when she threw up him? I know that was so awful. Wait, what happened to your friend? My friend came to my we went out in London she came back to my house we were we were quite young we were like 17 and she my dad used to just never have food but he'd have all those M&S salads in the fridge and she like scoffed down I remember so well which one it was the pesto and pine nuts yeah. pasta salad yeah she had that we get into bed and I just heard <laughs> and she was like yeah sick and she grabbed this bag with my mum's shopping in it my mum's cashmere she'd gone out and bought that day and just chundered everywhere in this bag <laughs> filled that bag up onto the next bag all my mum shopping with all her brand new stuff in thrown and the house smelled sick and then she did the same thing she washed it off with towels and then she put the towels cleaned them like in the shower yeah. and she put the towels in like the laundry thing so the smell the heat smell the hot my dad came in he was like 
It's not a sick. It was horrific. It was like the time that we came back from South Africa. Have we told that story before? We came back from South Africa and Sophie really wasn't feeling well. And we got into the taxi and we were driving back home after a week (laughs) and a half long holiday in South Africa. Sophie was wearing a grey hoodie, a really nice grey hoodie that wasn't even ours. Our friend's grey hoodie. hoodie That he had just sent me a message saying, buddy, can you make sure you send back my grey hoodie? And I was like, yeah, sure. We're sitting in the back of the car and Sophie goes, oh, I'm feeling really unwell. And I was like, oh, you'll be fine. She went, oh, I'm going to be sick. She went and picked up her handbag and went to throw it. I was like, no! <laughs> Grabbed the hoodie and she threw up. She created the hoodie into a bucket and threw up into the, the hoodie and then just looked, looked at me. I've never seen so much throw up in all my life. The worst thing about that was I said to Jamie before we took off from South Africa, I said, I feel so sick. And you were like, oh, shut up. No, you don't. And I was like, no, I really, really feel sick. And I say that, Jamie never believes and I feel sick. So off I went, little old me, trying to sleep. I slept 12 hours on that flight. I was so unwell the whole time. I was like, you're not sick. It's all in your head. You're not sick. He says, you're not sick. And then I was. That whole holiday you were trip, you were sick though because we we've said this we've got to repeat again because it is just so funny and it was honey it was so long ago and it doesn't matter and you just were really unwell but it was like a really great holiday and we just got engaged and it was amazing and all i wanted to do was go and walk up a thing called lion's head which is a famous walk to do in cape town south africa it's a really hard climb up we got about i would say a hundred a quarter not even that a quarter of the way up the mountain and it's a really busy public path it's in the, in the middle of nowhere on a mountain and sophie was like oh god and she she needed a shit and so she didn't know what to do and she, she just shat on the mountain and everyone was walking down. and i had to block her. i had to block And then I had to, I had to take off my boxes so you could use it as no, loo roll. Sock. Sock. <laughs> my socks. <laughs> it's so vile. It's so vile. Oh I definitely God. think I was food poisoned. <laughs> it was. So... I had like some dodgy oysters back in UK. Oh just God. Went, so I was really unwell. I almost want to put put the, the screenshot of your face no, on Instagram. No. Your face was in pure. It was pure terror. It was pure terror as you were doing it. That's the funniest moment of my entire life. Oh, Still to this day. And people were coming down. Your face was so scared. <laughs> By the way, if you hear some rumbles and grumbles in the background, it's because we're on a ship. So just to put that out there. Okay, we have a message from Megan. I wanted to email in to tell you about my lovely grandparents. They are so in love and it is so special and lovely to see. My grandparents knew each other when they were little, but spent their lives apart as they were married to someone else. However, my grandma was separated and my grandpa's wife passed away. This led to both my grandparents signing up to a dating agency, as dating apps weren't around in those days. They got chatting and realized they knew each other from when they were little, because my grandpa was friends with my grandma's sister, and they have been together ever since. (gasps) But I can't cope. They weren't officially married, but after lockdown, they announced to us that they would be getting married. They felt like everyone needed a little bit of extra joy, and their wedding was one of the happiest days ever. (gasps) Can't cope. Watching two people who are very in love, surrounded by their family, was so special. They have been together 23 years, and they're the happiest and kindest people ever. 
they love going on cruises and they always have done vlogs on the, their iPad of their holiday to send back to the grandkids. My grandparents are so sweet in these videos, so I decided to make a TikTok of them for fun, which I posted on my own account. Turns out everybody loves them so much, and one of the videos now has over 10 million views. I have seen these guys. Wait, stop showing I me. I have seen these guys. That they, they did these vlogs by themselves, and now they got posted to TikTok by their grandkids. I'm, you know that's so up my street. I'll be watching that all day today. So many people were asking for more content for my grandparents, so I decided to make them an account where they can watch their holiday vlogs. It's Sue and Jeff on TikTok. My grandparents are two of my favorite people in the whole world, and I'm so lucky I get to enjoy life with them. I will treasure the videos they have recorded as a video journal of their life together forever from Megan. No, Megan, I can't. That's heaven. Can you can we play some of the vlog into it? Because it's honestly, I've seen these guys on TikTok, and they are just yeah, Megan. Thank you. This is so awesome. I want to hear it. Can we play it now? Well, this is us ready to go to the captain's reception. And down to dinner. Oh, you're looking good, babe. Now is it running? I think so. Good. Very Hello. Good. You've got a crooked dicky bow. Oh, which which is my dicky crooked? No, that? no, it's still crooked. Do it the other way around. Okay. Not that. It's crooked. That That's perfect. Hey, here we go, then. Cut. I'm obsessed. That is the I'm greatest. Obsessed. I'm obsessed. I can't go. I think we're going to have to try and get them on the podcast. No, please. We have to. We're going to have to try and get them on the show. That is the most beautiful story oh, I've ever heard. Do you have a listener's message? I've got one from Sarah. Okay, here we go. When I was seven years old, I would vacation to my nana's house at the beach. We used to reluctantly play cricket with the boys next door, but I always agreed as I had a crush on this one boy and I would look forward to seeing him every summer. Sadly, when I was nine, my, my nana sold her beach house, so I thought I'd never see him again. Fast forward 25 years later, and my friend invited me to the horse races with her new boyfriend's friends. We were sitting in the minibus that was driving the group there when we stopped to pick up the boys, no way. This man got on the bus, and when I looked at him, my heart stopped, and I had the worst butterflies, which had never happened before. Get out of here. He was honestly the most attractive man I'd ever seen. Unfortunately, I learned he had a partner and I imagined she must be some goddess. I couldn't stop thinking about this guy. And a couple of months later, we were all out and I learned that he was single. I didn't think I had a chance, but to my surprise, we ended up kissing. Oh my God. We went on a few dates, then one thing led to another and we slept together. It was incredible. Anyway, post the act, we were lying in bed chatting and our childhood summer vacations came up. We learned that not only did we go to the same place, but that we were also there at the same time. He started telling me about his family beach house, and as I lay there silently, not believing that I had just figured it out, this was the boy that... No, I've got goosebumps. This was the boy that I had a crush on when I was young. Before I could say anything, he said he had a huge crush on the girl next door, but she no. moved away. Shut You're up! lying! <laughs> I was the girl he had a crush on when he was young. I explained who I am and the house I stayed in and that we play cricket. We were both shocked. Anyway, we have been together ever since, now married with a little one. <laughs> I really do believe that finding your one true love is destined. I wish the same for everyone. Love you guys so much. Thanks for all the love, Sarah. That's my favourite story, yeah. That is... That's my favourite story, yeah. Fan... Fantastic. And also, like, you know that your first crush. That is amazing. 
That's Who's your first crush again? Um, a guy called Gonzalo. Oh, this is the guy who kissed your face and you didn't wash it for like four days. <laughs> that is the most psycho thing ever. Sophie, Sophie liked this guy called Gonzalo who she named God. No, that's a different one. Okay. Gonzalo looked like a mini Zac Efron. He was like the most tan, gorgeous. Like I was so in love with him. It was frightening from Spain. And he, he kissed you. And you didn't wash your face no, for four I, days. No, that's not you true. Complete Obvi- psycho. Obviously I did, but it crossed my mind. I was like, I don't want to wash my face. <laughs> how in love were you with him? Like beyond. Did, how much did it hurt? Like beyond. It hurt every day. Then we became a like boyfriend girlfriend. I was so shy. I couldn't speak to him. So then he just like literally thought I was a freak. And never, so he was like, bah, one day. He used to walk past me with this huge surfboard and go to the beach and be like, with his hair. Was it like, how much do you love him? Give it to like, him. A heartthrob. Like sick in your stomach. Because you love How someone. old were you? Like 10. You kissed him at 10? I kissed him at 11, yeah. So you had your first kiss at yeah, 11 as well. Yeah. We spoke last episode about my first kiss and you said... Yeah, well, you never asked me. It's all about you. Did you podcast. snog? Yeah. You put your tongue in his mouth? Yes, I did. Well, I don't do that. That's not how I snog. You slobbery old snogger. We got another love story. We got a love story, guys. Okay, give it to me. In the past, I've been very unlucky in love and treated poorly for many years. I was starting to think it might not exist. I focused on me for a while and started my dream job as a personal trainer in a completely new town in summer last year. I settled in straight away and instantly fell in love with my job of helping people. I was so happy and proud of myself. Little did I know it was about to get even better. I developed a serious gym crush on the most beautiful tattooed man who would come in and train during my shifts. I used to get so nervous and giddy whenever I saw him entering the door. He always caught my eye and used to come over and ask me silly questions that he already knew the answer to just as an excuse to speak to me. After a few flirty conversations, he asked me out on a date. We went to Manchester and instantly knew we had found something special. We laughed, drank and danced all night long and ever since we've been inseparable. Last December, he asked me to be his girlfriend and we spent our first Christmas together, which was the best present I could ask for. After just a couple of months, we decided to take the next step. We packed up our stuff for careers and said goodbye to our family to move to the other side of the world, wow. Australia. We now live in a rooftop tent on top of our car and are traveling down the East Coast, Love non-stop this. exploring, having fun and falling in love more every day. We always listen to your podcast when we are traveling from place to place. I just wanted to give a shout out to my amazing boyfriend and the beautiful life we have built. Oh. I'll forever be proud of us taking this risk and getting out here. And thankful to him for showing me what true love really is. So weird. Why do these ones make me emotional? I, I just know, because there's so much love in this town. In this town? Yeah. It's just wonderful. Guys, thank you so much for sharing once again. As always, what I said every single time, if you can please just um, send in some crazy messages, some love stories, some poo stories, some sex stories, some wedding stories, whatever it is we want to hear from you. And thank you so much, because I know it takes time, but it makes just makes our lives we just love them more than anything um please just keep sending them you can slide into our dms at newlyweds podcast where we read them or you can send us an email newlyweds at jampopproductions.co.uk i know it takes time to do it but honestly it means the world for us and we love speaking about them on the podcast i love that right that's the end of listeners messages And we are back in the UK. We're back in the UK. My hair is really hurting. I think sometimes when you don't know what to say, you sing. 
Are you, I know that that was an insult because you That's not an insult. have multiple times, you've told me multiple times how you find it really annoying how influencers pop onto Instagram and go, good morning, guys. And, and then whenever I do it, he goes, oh, you sound like so-and-so, basically saying, like, you're annoying me. <clears throat> well, uh, I'll tell you what annoys me about you. Bow, okay, we are right. <laughs> I'm what? like... Phew. What is that? It's like this like show voice you have. Like just I'm set. now dialing it back. I'm now gonna stay calm on this podcast. Because you're becoming like just a like a, a caricature. A caricature of yourself. That is hurtful. My hair hurts so much with this ponytail. Can I tell you what happened, by the way, on the cruise that I didn't tell you? What? I was having a meeting on the last day on Zoom and the, I put the computer up and I was on the Zoom and I said, oh, guys, because you, basically, I was having a meeting. You got cross because we had to leave to get off the, yes. off the ship. And so I was doing a Zoom meeting. So I thought, do you know what? I'll do the Zoom. Loads of people on it. But I'll quickly get changed at the same time. So I'll move <laughs> the Zoom camera to the right and get changed. I, <laughs> Dan, who is part of the Jampot team, was on the Zoom as well. They were talking. I moved the camera to the side. I got completely naked and was putting on my socks. Because I was wearing trainers, putting on my socks. And all I heard was Dan on the Zoom go, Jamie, there's a mirror behind you. <laughs> I was completely yeah. naked yeah. on Zoom. for Bending every... over, putting your socks on, arse all out. <laughs> yeah. To who? <laughs> to about eight people. Eight Females? To... Yeah. They thrown, Loads of girls. Loads of girls. Thrown up. Well, at <laughs> they... least you got, you got no chance with them anymore. <laughs> they wouldn't have thrown they up. They would have thrown up. What? What have you bent over? Because not sick? many people have seen pals. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know what it was until I married you. As I said, my dog did have it growing up, so I had an idea. Really? Yeah, he died of pals. <laughs> I've told you this before. It's not funny. He died. We we had to put Charlie down because he had pals. Okay, we're back from the cruise. We're back from the cruise. Uh, highlights from it. Give it to me. Okay, highlights from the cruise. It's got to be the horse riding. We got stuck. I, in, we're stuck in some rain. Okay, that but was... I, I loved it. And I told you, Fingal, who we've had on the podcast before, yeah. told me that I should connect with horses. You and can't I've... connect with horses. I yeah, I do. No. I... No. What do you mean, no? I don't think you really... Mine was called Priscilla. What was yours called? It does worry me about kids because you are so unnatural around animals. You're are like, you joking? Oh, come on. No, it's always the same thing. Nope. Oh, come on. It's like, the the horse wants to eat. Yes. You, that's just not the tone to have with it. Like, they're not at boarding school. They don't listen to that. They're connected. They're spiritual animals. I was connecting with my horse. No, you weren't. Your horse was the one that was so badly behaved. Yeah. It basically just took you through, like, six-inch foot of, of sharp, sharp grass because it was eating the whole time. It, like, just bu bucked you off because it was trying to... Sharp. It was sharp, sharp grass. It was cutting my legs every slice that I went through it. It's one of the things we did off the ship in the mm. Dominican Republic. Um, my horse just followed everyone else. Well, no, it didn't. Yeah, it, it no, did. It didn't. Yes, it, it did. Went into the forest. At one point, I was on the horse and it was just walking, and one of the owners, one of the top dogs, and one of the people, Raphael. Raphael, he went trotting past my horse, trotting, started to trot, <laughs> and so I was like, "This." Don't know if you've ever trotted on a horse. Yeah. Boys, it's sore on the old bollies. Bollies. <laughs> yeah, bollies. That is so icky. It's called bollies. They're not called bollies. You're bulls. <laughs> yeah. Bollocks. Bo bo 
<laughs> Bollies. I, I literally, if anyone ever listening to this, if a boy calls your balls bollies, <laughs> you don't deserve to be on this planet. It is so vile. Oh, it's sore on my old vaggie. Vile. Like, just no. Bollies is worse. So you're trying to like cutify your balls. Baby talk to your own balls. Oh, hello, Bollies. How are you doing today? No. I still remember to this day, and I don't know why. But, like, I remember, as a, I remember as a kid, I must have been like five years old, and I, w- I was naked all the time. And I remember I was five years old, and I was just, my, my um, nanny was like putting, because we had this na- nanny that looked after us in the days. Anyway, she, she was like pulling up my trousers once. And my. Did she catch your Bollies? No, my, my, my Willy was out, and she went, oh, boop. <laughs> And boop, dodged like that. And still to this day, I was like, that was a bit weird. <laughs> That's honestly vile. But we used to call them bollies. What did you call your vagina growing up? M- 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 f- m- no, funny. actually, one of my friends. <laughs> what called... did you call it? No, Maminge. I... Oh, no, I can't say it. Uh, did... uh, no, when I was a child, my mom called it my front bottom. <laughs> Like, actually, look around on it, it's always front bottom. Your front bottom. Actually, quite, it does look like a front no, bottom. No, but the worst thing is that you refer to my bum as my bottom. That's what it is. And when you say it, I don't know why, but I picture your mum. So I picture Penny. And I, I can't get it out of my head. It's been since I met you. And I say to you, please don't call it that. Please don't call it that. And you say it again the next day. Like you. Oh, I love your bottom. Just the bottom is the way you say it. I hit Penny. I pitch Penny, everything. I don't like it. It needs to stop. You can't say it anymore. Yeah, my bollies. That's what we called them. Right, so the horses were really fun. Mine was called Priscilla. She was cream. And you know what's funny? When I was growing up at school, this Mm. is so weird of me, but I pretended that I had a horse and she was cream and she was called Honey and Priscilla was cream. Oh, my God. So you think you manifested the horse? Well, I just always wanted a cream horse. <laughs> we then went snorkeling as well. We went snorkeling. You, you're not so good at snorkeling. Yeah, I'm great at snorkeling. You're a little bit scared of the deep, dark ocean. I don't like. I, t- I tell you why. Because when I was a kid, I went scuba diving, and I went scuba diving with the little regulator thing, and we were having like a fun time. Oh, underwater! Ooh. And I turned around, and there was this barracuda swimming towards me, and I was so scared, I threw up into the regulator. <laughs> And then... And swallowed all your sex. No, I didn't. I went... I went... And then I had to do what you have to do because you weren't underwear. You had to do a buddy-buddy and I had to share my regulator with my friend. And he didn't realise I threw up in it. I've told you about when I was swimming down there and I looked at you at snorkeling. What? Scuba diving. And yeah. I was swimming and I was like really young. I was a bit out of breath at this point, a little bit scared. And I look over and I'm like, Dad, see a cool fish. I'm like, Dad. And he turns around, it's all blood. And I was like, and honestly, all I thought is shark. I was like, Dad died. Just blood. His whole mask was blood. And I was like, and he was like, blood ran all over his mask. Why had that happen? Because he'd had a nosebleed in his mask and it was floating all around, just red. And I was going, it was terrifying. So much so I used all my oxygen because I was so anxious. And then I nearly died. It was awful. He turned, he turned around. I was like, yeah, Dad, I need to show you. I'd found like a Finding Nemo fish or whatever. He was so anxious you used all your oxygen. Yeah. I love the idea of a treak just turning around. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Seiten ハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイドレッドハイド
I love it, honey. Um, hey, I want to say a big thank you as well to you, the listener. And of course, a big thank you to Piano Cruises for taking us on the ship. Um, we wanted to take you on a little journey with us. We want to take you on the cruise and take you out of the studio and try and do different things because we try and really spice up these episodes a lot. And try and do different things, which I think is kind of fun, right, Soph? It's very fun for us and we hope it's fun for you. And we really hope it's fun for you guys as well. So let us know if you like this kind of episode or you prefer it when we just stay in the studio or what you want to see more of us doing because we kind of want to show you everything that we're doing. But we also want to do whatever you want us to do. <laughs> no, 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 we don't. We don't. We're not slaves to them. Yeah, but we want you to keep listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't oh. want you to not listen anymore. Yeah, don't go away. Um, no, I'm kidding. I just we just try and do these different things. So we really hope you like it. And also, just a big thank you for sharing this podcast and telling everyone about it, and um, and for sending in your messages. Thank you so much. Uh, remember, you can send them into at Newlyweds Podcast on Instagram or Newlyweds at JamPopProductions.co.uk. Um, we're back in the UK and we've got so many amazing things coming up. We're heading into February and that is the month of love, isn't it, Soph? That's the month of Cupid, Sweet Pea. Yeah, Sweet Pea. So we're going to go big. Big on Bigger love. than you've ever imagined. Bigger than, bigger than Jupiter's little ring. Bigger than the Eiffel Towers. I'm bigger gonna... than Jamie's head. Uh, bigger than... <sighs> bigger than my bollies. Oh. Valentine's Day, by the way, don't know if you know this, is around the corner and we have something mega planned. Anyway, uh, enough said. So stick around for the next episode because we've got so many things planned and we're really excited. But we're back in the UK. We're going to have fun. We can't wait for it. So uh, as we always say at the end of the episode, if you're getting engaged. We love you. If you're divorced. We love you. If you're a widower. Oh my God, we love you. I know, if you're a widow. Well, we love you too. If you're... If you're... If you got left at the altar. What the hell? Well, I don't know. I'm just trying. If you're to... in love and you're in love, and if you're in love, treasure those moments every single day because you don't know what happens. Oh my to god, your love. we love you all so <laughs> okay. so much. Don't go anywhere because we're gonna be back next week. <laughs> oh my god, you're sounding desperate. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we love yeah. you guys. We'll see you next episode on Monday. Until then, have a great week. Goodbye. Goodbye. 